remove Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Get the handy with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. What up, good people out there in the world? You already know what it is. You got your three favorite guys from your favorite podcast, the Three Man Weave Podcast. It's your favorite guy, Cannon. I'm with you as always. Plus, I got my two counterparts. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy, Hill. He'll go here regardless, baby. Let's get it. And we back. No Titans breaking protocol. You know what it is. AJL Presidente, we back in it, man. I missed y'all. Hey, but I want to thank the supporters for holding it down in my absence. That's a fact. They definitely uh, stepped it up for you. You know what I'm saying? That's why they're here, and that's why we we love them. That's why we need them. We are a voice of the people, so definitely need the supporters at all. Oh, and always. Uh, this is episode 83. I know y'all can catch us on um, all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.three.man.weave at gmail.com. I want to thank everybody on the uh, YouTube viewership, everybody in the Three Man Weave Facebook group. Let's get it. Oh, man, I cannot stop playing this Benny the Butcher, man. Listen. Man, listen, I don't know who and what Griselda is trying to do, <laughs> but the fact that they drop something every single week and it's been fire, like I don't I can't keep up. It's just you can't you can't even sit with something. It's just like why would you do this? And next thing you know, here come Conway with some fire. Or here come Wes with some fire. Yeah. And you know, like it's just like it's it's back to back. Like this like, this is this like, is this is what Master P was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 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 consistent heat. Yeah. And so, like I said, fire. It's like and then in this wave that we're in, this this kind of like microwave society that we don't really get to digest a lot of you know, anything. A lot of it. The fact that you got replay value, man, uh-huh. is letting you know and you putting out at this rate. And I was late to the uh, Griselda wave, and I'm so glad that I was late because I'm, I'm like I'm catching the growth that they got. So I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So, like, I so mean, I was I was late to the Griselda the Griselda wave too because my first project that I listened from Griselda was West Side Gun, and out of all of them, yeah, I, he's the he's the one where it's like yeah. it kind of got to grow. Yeah. And yeah. so West Side, I, 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 was I don't I don't like him. I'm gonna just keep it a buck. I don't like West yeah, Side we, Gun. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I respect what he what he does for Griselda though. But so, oh yeah, I mean together, yeah. you know it is what it is. But um, as far as Benny go, it's like all of the best rappers that I have listened to in my lifetime have been introduced to me by my older brother. And he, as y'all know, 
over the summer, you know, we had the verses. We had our own little versus battles going. And um, yeah. he was consistently trying to get somebody to go to war with Benny. And, I, and I'm like, yo, you, you really, you sold on Benny like that? And he sent me, you know, his little playlist or whatever. And I'm like, Phew. I'm like, yo, I'm sold. And every time I question him about somebody like that, I end up being sold because he got good taste in music. But I, I agree with everything y'all saying about Griselda. They consistently <laughs> giving you that work out here. So it's like, hey, good music. And it's replay, the replay value that you speak of here is only because it's the same thing that DMX said. You you can't, the real, you, you can't mm -hmm. fake on it. You know yeah. what I mean? You cannot fake on the real. And so it's like, it's not watered down. It's not nothing fake. This is real, relatable music. And so that's where the replay value is coming in at. 100%. So what hey. do we, uh, oh, my fault, Asia. Go no, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So what do we think? Because you know how the internet does in this area. You know, they got to compare, they got to compare you to something. They just can't let you just rap. They can't let your movement just be your movement. They can't just it's, um, accept you for who you are. They got to compare you to somebody. So what about these comparisons that we seeing about, you know, him being compared to Pusher, you know, how we feel about that? I don't really like the comparison. And I mean, you know, I, I just don't get it. I just like to look at artists for who they are. I mean, sometimes you can listen to an artist and you could say, oh, when when I used to listen to Shine a little bit, I could hear I could hear a little bit of Biggie sound, but they didn't rap anything I like. So it's like, I could see where people are getting a comparison, but to me, they're totally different rappers. And it's like, they're totally different eras. So it's like, you know, just because they both keep it real, that's the one thing about both of them that you know I do agree with I, I, I understand why people are making the comparison one because people just can't help but make comparisons people just can't allow someone to flourish individual they always want to pitch you against somebody but what I can say is I really don't see where there's a comparison necessarily because their styles are different because mm -hmm. it's more with the push it's more metaphors with with Benny, it's more just look. I'm just I'm I'm just gonna tell you straight up, but I'm gonna make it sound good. It's yeah, gonna be can, it's gonna be a straight it. up story. <laughs> this is what it's gonna be, but I'm giving it to you straight. It ain't really no you know he got a few complicated bars. And it's not gonna be nothing that's gonna go over your head. It's just like look, I'm gonna give you some hot, truthful shit you can believe. I think the comparison became because of their content is kind of similar. yeah, coke bars. You know you know it's it's, it's similar, but my thing is. Is sometimes somebody benefit from the era that it was in. Like I think, yeah, I think Griselda is definitely beneficial for the era that they're in because, like we said on here before, that we don't you don't have to you can be who you are. It's mm -hmm. a streaming era. Yeah. You can get your fan base and build off that yeah. fan base. You don't yeah. have to really gravitate towards the mainstream if you really don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like Pusher came in the Clips era. I mean, you had to sell records, so you mm -hmm. had to have hits. And then the push of music that he's making now is definitely, you know, what he's wanted to do. And he, who's to say that, let's say if Pusher came out now at the same time as Griselda, could they be the same? Could they blow up the same? Could they 
could it be the same type of wave? Could it be the same? I, I mean, I get the comparison. I get why. I get why they're trying it. I hate it, and I understand why. Like you know, uh, Benny was, you know, push off about it. Like don't do this to me. Don't don't and compare me. To, yeah, and don't I compare me to nothing. And I feel the same way if, if I was pushing. Like don't compare yeah. me to what we got yeah. going on. Absolutely, we, we absolutely. Come from two different places. Mm-hmm. We got two different, you know, experience. Yeah, there may be some similarities. But these are two different uh, spots of the world. They from Buffalo, bro. We ain't never heard this before. <laughs> and, that's, and, that's, and that's and that's where you gotta really respect it, man. It's just like nothing's come out of there. Nothing's come out of there. But we and, and, and for, and, and for something Kelly, to come out of there, that and for something to come out of there that tough, for something to come out there that that feels that rugged, it's like you gotta respect it and don't compare them to nobody else. Because also, you know, right now. Technically, they still have a New York sound, but it's almost like they're doing it their own way. And it's not that they're riding anybody's coattails or anything like that. You can tell that this was something that they built up from, you know, street level, you know, mm-hmm. local legends. And now it just so happened to blow up, but they still doing it the same way. This is what we uh, from our age. This is what we accustomed to. This is what New York sound like to us. Like yeah. Yeah. we used it. We yeah. used it. So it gives us a nostalgia feeling that. Wow, this is what we we, we are uh, really accustomed to hearing, and it's a good feeling to hear because, like I said, we like we're a little bit older than the younger generation, so they don't their newer New York sound is way different from what we accustomed to knowing what actually New York sounds like. Because I, I got New, tired New, York, of New York, York sound. New York sounded like minute. the South now, mm-hmm. and I got tired of it for a minute. What's up, though, Michelle? I seen Michelle say, "What's up, guys?" in the chat, um, Rose and King. And Chris is in the chat. All the support. Thank you. Michelle y'all. got the legs out in her picture. Okay, you Michelle. Ow. <laughs> My guy, Chris, in here. You already know what's going on. Hey, it's official, fellas. AB, AB, hey. AB signed that one year deal with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's man. Going down. Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I like when we get breaking news, right? Hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like I always say, the rich get richer, and the poor. Are they get- rich? I hey, was about to say they, they hey, might be compared might be to class. my no compared to my team they are rich. I'm I'm, I'm speaking oh, okay. from well, then, I'm speaking yeah. from Washington football team standpoint. I mean, but, so. you, but Washington and Cincinnati third world countries right now. So that's I don't what I'm know saying. If, so that's I don't rich. know if it's rich. Bro, they filthy just, rich <laughs> to me. Like, so, but look, man, this is my thing, and this is what I have been saying to both of you. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me that a team would weapons already we're going is going after a b and it was you know i i think he was gonna it was talking about him signing with seattle too so it's mm-hmm. like bro these are seattle is a super bowl contender it's like why are they always why are these teams the ones to go for and it's like the teams that are mediocre or straight up trash are just sitting back you don't even want to take a risk on a b you need to be gambling on something on something, the Redskins, excuse me, the Washington football team just came out with reports this week that they feel like Cam Sims, who I've been asking for to get put into the lineup for three years, is going to have a big role going forward. But it's like, you you didn't take a look at Dez Bryant or Antonio Brown. And it's like, I just don't understand the ideology or the, the philosophy of these mediocre to trash teams and this well, is the reason why right. they continue to be trash and, and that's, that's exactly why because remember remember when teams when teams feel like they got a chance 
they gonna go for it. Because remember, right after the, that uh, Jaguars run, we was like, how the hell they got this much cap? And they just were signing everybody. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams, the Rams went for it. We like, how the hell they just keep signing everybody? They went for <laughs> yeah. it. And then, guess what? It looked like the Baltimore Ravens. They going for it. Mm-hmm. So when you a team that really want it, you going to go for it and you going to make it happen. The yeah. other teams that, like, I, sw- I swear for God, bro, like how many times have I complained to y'all about the Bengals just like, yo, y'all know what y'all weakness is. Why are y'all just sitting here not doing nothing and y'all got these people, like, that are coming available that fit your needs and y'all are not making no moves. And, like, you know what y'all you know what your weaknesses are. And so my whole thing is when team, like you can tell the, when a team want to win, they going to go for it. And mm-hmm. it's a, like, like I said before, like I said in the previous episode, a lot of these owners, it's like they trying to get a whole bunch of open box specials to try and, you know, just put a product out there. And they still know that guess what? Y'all still going to come see us and support us anyway. So guess what? I'm going to just maximize my dollar and I'm going to, and be like, okay, we still come out here, because that's because at the end of the day, like I said before, it's been proven. Now we will still watch bad football, mm. regardless of how bad it is. <laughs> like, like, it, like, it's some teams out there who ain't won nothing ever and still have set up. Yeah. So at the end of the day, to me, I'm just like, look, man, you can tell when when an owner when an owner is fully invested, because he gonna go for it. Because half the time, these owners, teams, that's their side hustle. Yeah. That's something they're doing for fun. Yeah. So they just like, look, let's see what we can do. If I'm going to make some money, I'm going to be rich. People going to know my name and stuff like that. And that's it. You out of there. But just like y'all already said, you know, we're trying to understand why these teams don't go forward. Or, you know, teams like the Cowboys always say, oh, we like our guys and we always, we're not going to bring nobody in. Blah, blah, blah. It's the reason why we're trash. It's the reason why our, our mm-hmm. phone group is called Mediocre Team. Mm-hmm. There's no need to harp on that because we can stay there forever. We don't, I want to talk about the fit. Yeah. yeah. Initially so. I'm not initially so. And based off what Cannon said, Cannon said you already had weapons. Mind you, okay, you're off a high. You beat the Packers. You beat a, gr- a good team, probably one of the number one team, top uh, upper echelon teams that's in the NFC. You beat them. You're on the high. You're always trying to get better. I understand that. But you have a chemistry issue on your team already. You have a chemistry issue. Mike, Mike Evans hasn't been fully healthy. You know, he's been, you know, productive still. Chris Godwin, been, he's been in and out. And that's why I like it. That's, but but that, it sounds good. But these are people that think they're somebody already. And, I get it. Mike Evans and, already got it. And, and they are. They are. But, but the beauty of it is, him, AB is on the thinnest of ice in the league, that, right? So I can sit up here and tell AB, look, you ain't going to – you just need to go to practice and show up. And, and you're going to be a backup to one of these two right now, right? And you need to make the or, – or don't come. Or don't come, right? You need to be ready. But when you – you're going to get some reps in the game, period. You're going to be out there, make the best. And as you do, you I'll put you in more if you deserve more time. But right now, you're on the thinnest of ice. So – I'm not taking. I'm not bringing you in like yeah, eight superstar AB. I'm not. That's dead. Mm-hmm. And okay. so the the reason the reason why I do like this move is because I know you said you already have established players, but for me, it's just like, not, like it's only gonna make you, it's only gonna make you tougher to defend because now, 
you know, you lost O.J. Howard for the season, mm -hmm. but now this gives you another option. Most teams, they stay in nickel anyway. Why? Because most teams are going three wide now. Now it's like, okay, I'm a shade to Mike Evans. You still got two other players that can beat you over the top and across the middle. It's not like A.B. and Chris Godwin are just slot receivers no. and only, you know, mm -hmm. do those short to intermediate routes. Mm -hmm. They can beat you deep as well as, you know, the short and intermediate route. So it's almost like all three of your options, like all three of your options on the field have the entire route tree to their disposal. Mm -hmm. So it's going to it's going to it's going to open up your route combinations and it's just going to confuse the defense so much more. And I think well, it's like. But it could also, but it could also not work. I, I, I'm just and saying. Thank you. Um, I I like it so far. I like the risk. I and, and it that's why the Bucks are better than the Washington Football Team right now, and, and the other mediocre to trash teams that we're talking about it, because here's, here's, here's they're not willing to take the risk. But well, here's my, my thing. My it, thing is, you got somebody that's accustomed to getting ten catches a game. And the fact, and you the also fact got that somebody that was in a straight jacket when he had to go to court. So bring your ass in here and shut the but fuck he, up. But he, yeah. he's not, You're going to have to be humble. We, we don't know. Hey, I'm going to tell him that. Humble, AB? He ain't been hiding. He's been in interviews. He's hey, been listen, talking. He's you, been, this is not a humble. You don't be know a part of this, AB. We are thinking about Listen. <laughs> exactly. He's been, on, he's, been on, he's, been on, he's been on interviews still bashing people. Somebody asked him before he even signed. They said, "Hey, you, they, they could use you on the Bears." He like, "Oh, nah, what I'm going to the Bears for to go with Nick Foles?" Because like, he want to, he want to make a run. So you're gonna have to do what you. They haven't won. They, exactly. That's why he want to be a part. But he don't. I mean, they the Bears are five and one. But do he believe in the Bears? Do you why believe not? in why the, take do them you, over the top? But do you why believe in the Bears? The because because the, the ball he, gonna go over the top when he try to run and missing by ten yards. That's the why. Ball get there. It's a dip, like I say, he's the he, a, a B is a specialist at taking a short route, so he can take that slant from Tom or, or that dig. He can take that, so it's like he he he's the intermediate king. He can he's the yak. That's what he do. So it's like I don't gotta beat you deep forty yards down the field. So it's like I just need accurate passes, and Tom is gonna be more accurate than Nick Foles. Or it's a possibility I'm that that it you. could that it could be Mitch. So it's like I I don't no, want to no, be no, a part no. of that if I'm A B. You feel no, me? I say I don't I don't I know you were responding and I get that I don't want to seem like I was vouching for him. No, to go to the I, no, I'm, I'm just, 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 just we just I'm talking. just saying that he's not a this is not A B. Like I said, I can be wrong. He can come in there, you know, and, and I and I and I could too. Well, we just we we laying both sides out there for everybody. We changing but the narrative. Taking, but, but like here's my thing. The reason. The reason the reason why I like it here is because it's like it's an open box special. It's like you see some you, you see a, a a fifty inch TV just sitting on the corner. Somebody threw it out and you pick it up. Next thing you know, all it need is a little bulb change. Next thing you know, you got you got a 50, 50 screen TV for fifty dollars. Yeah, and if it don't work, oh well, you didn't really lose much because that's what that's what happens when he signed this little weak but ass one year deal. I can I can I, I, I can get rid of him. Crib. With, oh, that, with that with that TV. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm just a, but I'm just like to Hill's point, it is a double-edged sword. It could pay off, it, it could not. I'm leaning right now, I'm leaning more towards the side that AJ's on. I'm thinking that in hindsight, when we look back, we'll think that this was a good move by the Bucks. I don't think it could hurt you to add talent. 
of course, I mean, you know, get the, get the talent in and figure it out. We always gonna go with that. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm just not gonna be hyped because they have a chemistry issue. He don't like you said. He's still cussing people out. But those are you come on that side like, he be cussing bums out. Have we ever no. seen him cuss top dogs out? Everybody can get it. When I'm just saying he's gonna come look, to Mike Evans' say, team me, and cuss me, Mike Evans it. out. Yes. I don't see yes. it, bro. I I I would have much. I would have much rather seen. A B go to um, Seattle just because of what they could do because with Russell and his mobility and I'm his so arm, he did not and, go to Seattle and being able to get it downfield. So I think that would have been a better fit. Thank God because you know one out route to A B, it might be it might be going back the other way because you know Mm-mm. but you know uh, Tom Winston been throwing it to the other team a little bit for these pick sixes. So I just think A B's Talents would have been better utilized for Seattle, but I still think with you know the weapons that they have, it's still going to be a matchup, uh, a matchup nightmare. And just want to shout out my guy Eric. What's up for joining us, man? Thanks for joining us. Was cracking, lacking. <laughs> I see him throwing hands before the end of years. Like you still saying? You, you, you still? I, don't, I, I just don't see it because look, Mike Evans is a is a is a solidified guy in the league. If I'm Mike Evans, I'm not letting no outsider come to a team that I've been established on and run me off anything. That's what it, that's what it ain't gonna be. You're going to join me, bro. Period. The reason why I'm not like worried about Mike because he got his money. And, he got his money, and he, Darwin he, ain't got his money yet. But he also he is, don't he, he don't is. play like a hoe. He shows up, so it's like I'll never forget what Mike Evans did. So I think it was Terrence Newman. He was blocking him downfield, lifted that boy up off his feet. I'm so glad we cut his ass. <laughs> I was like, man, if you don't get the hell off my field, you let this grown ass man pick you up in the air. But as we on this, uh, while while we still on the topic of teams going for the like going forward, good team. Let's let's talk about the Ravens. They yeah. made some moves. Yeah, they went out. Um, is it official? They got yeah, that's, that's official. official. They yeah, got official. My, they, they got, got my dog. No, and Dockway, that's official. That's official. Okay. Official. Okay. All right. The other one is they still waiting on the physical and everything. Yeah, but that's still a, pra- a practice squad thing. So hey, it's it's something, bro. Oh, you see, you see, I got the jersey on for a reason. <laughs> you that's bring him into the practice squad. He can, bro. If he comes to my practice squad, he would be on the team the very next day after the first day of practice. Here's my thing about that trade. Why, like, it, it's, it's perplexing to me the amount of players, quality players, that have been getting traded, like, from this offseason and into the season for, like, minimal draft picks. And I've always said, I've always asked this, like, who was it that got traded for a seventh-round pick this offseason? I can't remember. Uh, was it Jarrell? Um, Jarrell Casey. Casey. Yeah, Jarrell Casey. I'm like... That wasn't even worth is, it to me. This is a this is a great player for a mm-hmm. seventh round pick. Your seventh like like your seventh round pick comes to camp and gets cut and then yeah. get picked up by another team yep. nine times out of ten. Why time. aren't like why aren't more teams like playing with these you know late round picks and so like and it, the reason why I'm really talking about this is because I, I I root for a team who believes on building in the draft and that's why they've been building a bunch of ass. Like, go out and get some established players. Like, 
Like why? Like when you have when you have a draft when you have a draft pick, you're basically holding a lottery ticket. This shit could either hit or miss. Why not go out and get an established player? If, like especially like like you look at some of these players. Like the Jets got Quinn Williams on the block. He was mm-hmm. a he was a top three draft pick. People mm-hmm. looked at him as the best prospect coming out of that draft. Yeah, I don't know. And what, teams are talking about like oh, like the Jets talking about we doing. can't we can't we can't get a premium draft pick for the Jets. It's it's the Jets. So well, you and, could think and, like you know why what? Would Jets, I, why would I give are, you a premium draft pick then, for right think now? Think about it, the Jets are so trash. You be like my coaching staff is better than the Jets. I know if he got talent, I can do better than that. Why not be like yo? I give y'all a third round pick, seventh, like you said. <laughs> like I I, I I like I I give you one of these late round. Pick, especially someone like him, he's only 22 years old. Yeah. That's like bringing in a rookie, yeah, that you know got talent, yeah, and he definitely has talent. He just needs to be coached up. Who says Yannick is a problem in the locker room? I just yeah. felt like he didn't want to be with the Jags. Would you? No, I mean, he's saying that's why because I, I guess Eric got inside, he might got inside information on that right there, you know. I think the Viking season isn't going as well as it's well like, as they play. So they, they get, just trying to they take because they lost um Daniel. They announced Daniel Hunter's out for the season out for the as season. well. Yep. So you give up your best pass rusher and your second best pass rusher is out for the season already. Yeah. Like that just that further lets me know that you're just going. You're building for the future. You just you're clearly um tanking. You know. <laughs> I mean, you just clearly. I mean, it's clear. It's clear. It's clear. It's clear. It's day. It's clear. How do you that quickly? Go for that it. A, that's a first. <laughs> Trying to win, to tanking, because you can see it. I know, I know, I see it. I'm with you, but I'm I'm trying to get into the philosophy or or, or the mindset of the team. We we literally was just trying to win it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, and now, <laughs> so re, so redirect your focus. Redirect your focus to tanking that quick. Like I mean, we're not going. We're not going to try plan B or C first. We're literally going to go from one end of the spectrum to the other. Our, okay, remember when I said, remember when we when we talked about the Haskins, right? When mm-hmm. the Haskins mentioned, right? You said, hey, the NFC East is wide open. Why not go for it? Right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because but hold on, hold on. he clearly don't have what it takes. No, no, no. And Ron it's not about said Haskins. that. It's not, it's not about Haskins, bro. It's not about Haskins. I, you said, let's go for it, right? And yeah. You went, but your question was, why did why did you go from going for it? Then next day, two weeks later, you're tanking. Yeah. Well, you got two teams in your division. That's good. That's okay. The Bears is five and one, yeah. and the Packers just lost. Yep. So you got two teams that you got to catch in your own division. Mm-hmm. You're not going to catch them. You know what? So you, you know you what? Could catch catch. The, you could catch the Bears, bro. I'm not a believer that the Bears are just going to trend like this all season. But, it's very well no, possible. No. If I'm the Vikings, I'm not buying that. But what what he's saying is I mean, when when, when, it's, when, it's, when it's when it's teams ahead of you that you know that you can't catch, and you already you already I, got I, in the dump. I dunks. understand that, but what I'm saying, if I'm supposed to be on this team and we have some talent because they're clearly trying to get rid of them, they or, or they're trading them away, why wouldn't I just say let's let's try it? And we got a couple more weeks. We still have, we had a couple more weeks to the trade deadline. Let's. Why, why do we pull a trigger now? So it's like, I don't know, man. But this, it was a thing, okay, now you go for it. You try it. Like, let's say you try it, right? And then you fail. Then you didn't just lessen your draft, your draft position when you could have been tanking, purposely tanking. Not even purposely tanking, just 
I'm trying to figure out the, it's a, it was a cute that's word. They, that nah, nah, they, that's what they do. That's purposely tame. No, it, it's been a cute word in front of it because it's been floating around in the Cowboys thing. So I've been trying to figure out the word before tanking. It's not just, it's something, it's something tanking. It's like, something for the future. It's, it's, it's something, it's a pretty cute word that they keep trying to, not, it's not like purposely tanking, but it's just like, you just tank it just because like, conveniently tanking. I'm going to just say mm. that. You conveniently tank it. Mm. Yeah, that's BS to me. But like I said, the Ravens is going for it. The Ravens, uh, they clearly need um do they clearly need pass rushing help? You can never uh you can never have enough. You can never have enough. So you go and get add, add that's, one the most, that's one of the most like that's that's a premium position in the <laughs> NFL. All right, when you when you're in the NFL, you know, uh, it's quarterback, comments is lit. pass rusher, <laughs> cornerback, wide receiver, and tackle. <laughs> Man, hey Rose, don't ever send me no disrespectful trade like that while I'm on air ever again. Like, <laughs> he trying to take advantage of you, man. That Rose, like, like, he, like, he, like he I'm not paying attention. He literally is like, I can get him, bro. Let me see if he can multitask. He up there trying I'm to do the pot anyway. <laughs> off rip. No, when I see when I see when I see his name, I'm like, I'm like decline. No, it's a bull. But I'm, yeah, I'm happy for my guy. I'm happy for my guys. Y'all can see I got my dad's Brian jersey on. Uh, I know he's assigned to the practice squad at first. I'm just happy that he's back in the league, and I just hope I hope that he gets a chance to uh, show that his talents is not you know gone completely. I know he's older. I know he dealt with some injuries. I just want to show that he can still produce, and he's on the team. I think that's a perfect fit for him. He just looked mm-hmm. like a Raven. He looked like a Raven. Mm-hmm. He's tough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you just don't. He's gonna be a red zone threat. He's still a red zone mm-hmm. threat. I've been watching. I still follow Dez. I've been watching his routes progress. He's running some of the better, best routes that he's ever run. Yeah, like he's never been a great route runner. So, like I said, I'm I'm hoping for my guy. But you know, he's a strong speed. route runner. That's always been his his thing, man. Dez is hard to tackle. He's That's going to he's going to be. He's another person like AB. Like when he take a slant, like your your corner's getting dropped. When it comes yeah. to Dez, just trying to tackle Dez one on one. So or or your nickel. Your nickel back, he's definitely getting dropped. So, hey, I like I like it because the Ravens need a big body receiver, someone that could just mm-hmm. box out for Lamar and just and, and get a first down when they need you, it. But, or you like you said, Lamar like to throw to the tight ends. Yeah, he like to throw to the he tight like ends. That. He like that. Or like you said, he'll get it, get you in the red zone, hit that fade or or, or that back shoulder, and. Boom! Yeah, you, you see already, that? You already know what it is. You can see that. It's gonna be weird to see it in purple, though. And not for me. I'm happy. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm happy for sure. But it's still gonna be weird. Black. Put him in that all black boy. That boy gonna pull up for him. <laughs> <laughs> pull up for him. Uh, pull it. Pull it up. Uh, pull it. Um. Oh man. So Eric asks, can we please address this absurdity of Trevor Lawrence staying at Clemson one more year so he doesn't have to get drafted by the Jets? <laughs> Let, let me hop in here first. Go ahead. I know you. Yeah, go ahead. First off, what the fuck was Travis Etienne thinking by going <laughs> back to college football? Like, first of all, bro, you are a running back. You are at the one position that they don't care about. As soon as they pull you off the lot, your value depreciates. So go to the NFL. You would have been a, at least a second-round pick. You would have you came out as probably the best running back in the draft why are you going back to school for what for who 
for why? And now look at you, Freeman. You sitting out here in a season that don't nobody really care about because everybody catching COVID. Hmm. Ain't nobody paying attention to college football. And you could have been at least making a couple hundred thousand to a million dollars. You, you went back to school. And so that's why I say Trevor Lawrence, so what? Because guess what? Trevor Lawrence, you're good. <laughs> the Jets, next year you're going to play for a shitty team too. Yeah, can, I, can I, can I, can no I, go matter what. before you go, AJ? No can matter I go, what, I mean, that's a fact, AJ. No matter okay. what, he's going to be on the trash team. I know it's funny. I know it's funny. We've been bashing the Jets for a couple couple weeks, and the Jets look like they don't know what they're doing. The Jets are not that historically bad of a franchise. Like, they have a bad head coach they're going to, that they're going to get rid of. They're going to get rid of Adam Gates. They're going to break this thing completely down. Yeah, they're that? going to get rid of him at the end of the season. Like, have, it's, it's no way. He's they're really going have, the whole season? They, I, I mean, it, it don't matter. It he look, got to go look. regardless. You're going to let him go, Pat, if he goes 0-8, you're going to let that ride? Yeah, because I want him to go 0-16. I want to solidify getting trapped. I don't think you can let a coach go 0-16. If I'm the front office, I need to solidify I'm 0-16. I don't want to mess this up because I don't want to have to trade it up and go get trouble. I want to go ahead and take yeah, for Trevor. Because like, like I said, just one, one win, and now it's, it's yeah. you and the Washington football team. Man. You feel what I'm saying? Now you need to keep Adam Gates. Cincinnati Bengals not getting them. You bring in the coach. But that means you got to trade the farm for him, baby. No, we ain't going to trade. We just going to let y'all pick whoever you going to pick, and he going to be number two. If y'all get number one. might be in a full-body cast the way it's looking at Cincinnati. You just got to trade. You're just going to have to. You're just gonna have to get the right coach, and I understand that that sounds way easier from here. But you get the right coach in that in that system. The Jets are, you know, what I'm saying they just not that historically just that in, up as a franchise that they don't know exactly what they're doing. I, I, go, you'll fix it. And New York is a big market. Trevor, come on now. Go ahead, <clears throat> stop all this stupidness and talk about going back to school. You shouldn't. I mean, you're only there because you got to be there now anyway. And you about to graduate. Let's go. I just, don't, I just don't understand why like people think that like just stay in school for what? <laughs> why? What am I gonna get at school? <laughs> Mess around and get in trouble. Wow, what from what from Trey Lance have you shown? Have you seen over of, of, of a Trevor Lawrence? I I really don't get this stuff sometimes. Yeah. Man. So so Sean, I per, coming from someone who actually does like Trey Lance. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is it, bro? Like, if, if, if it's no question, if if you pick Trey Lance over Trevor Lawrence, you you gonna get fired. Like you, like your ass is gone. <laughs> now, to me, per, to me personally, if you would have said Justin Fields, I'm right there with you because there's a lot of stuff in Justin Fields' game that I don't like as as far as a passer. And Trey Lance and Justin Fields are pretty they're pretty comparable on the mobility side of things. But just as a pastor, I don't like a lot of Justin Fields' game. And so had even, you said that, I'm 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 with you. It's not just but as a Trevor pastor. Lawrence, bro. Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence can pass. And, and that a, big long neck motherfucker, he can run too. He, he's just an overall better quarterback. And it's not just passing, it's decision making, it is athleticism. Uh, big game experience. I'm like, like AJ said, if you were to take Lance over Lawrence, you probably would be fired. Um, he's the short pick, and even if you do take him and he doesn't pan out, 
they're still gonna say you should have took him just to see, because you and just don't you just don't see prospects like this often. I'm here with you on this one, Sean. I'm here with you on this. No, one. I, I I like I, Trey Lance I, too. I, I like Trey Lance, but we don't but, hate Trey Lance. But look, let me tell you mm-hmm. this. So, if so, hindsight, hindsight looking back after this year's draft, if Justin Herbert or Tua is better than Joe Burrow. No one's going to say the Bengals made a bad decision because at the time, it's like, yo, Joe Burrow just came off the greatest college season anyone has ever seen. He solidified himself against, you know, against top competition, beat Alabama, threw all these, for all these yards. And on tape, it showed Trevor, Trevor Lawrence showed you everything you needed to see on tape. There's no, there's no doubt about it. There's like, so if you, if you pick Trevor Lawrence, you are fine. If he don't work, if he don't pan out, they'll be like, you know what? Maybe he just didn't have it. But if you pick Trey Lance, Baker Mayfield, or Justin May, or, it's Baker Mayfield, like Eric said. But I, um, I don't know about that. But we'll, that's a different conversation. But segue, you mentioned Tua. Um, so the Dolphins went ahead and said, you know, Tua's our guy. Um, <laughs> what y'all think about that? Cause um. Boy, Ryan Fitzpatrick was hurt. Like he ain't Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I was confused. Like, you, like you know what it was when you signed up. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand why Ryan Fitzpatrick was acting like, oh, you know, this one just blindsided me, bro. You were a bridge. Don't go chasing waterfalls. But I think you feel like I, I didn't burn that bridge yet. Like the bridge is still is, is still up. Like he felt he, he felt he felt like it's premature. So that's what he's saying. He know that I'm not okay, the okay. guy. But it's like but, normally when you're a bridge, you get out, you you burn it, and then they then they say okay, you're done. But it's like oh, I, I wasn't I wasn't even doing that bad, and you just pulling me. So but maybe tools cooking up in practice. Who but knows? this is I take. I ta- Ike Taylor said something that was really that was really like, you know, smart and something that resonated to me. Ike Taylor said Ryan Fitzpatrick will give you eight games. Yep. They may time. come in concession or they may be scattered. Yeah. But after that, he's actually gonna be Ryan Fitzpatrick. And so he was like, look, just go ahead and get two in there, because it's almost like Ryan Fitzpatrick pushing his luck. So go ahead and get two in here because we know. And then guess what? If two would go down, whatever the case may be, you still, we'll still have some of his luck. We'll still have some of his luck. Still got a little bit of magic left in the left in the can. But this this is my thing. The fact that they waited to their bye week to do it seems like this was their plan all along. It, yeah. It's no way. It's no exactly. way. Like he played like a, what a quarter at, at at most against the Jets, and he came in the end. Like they mean to tell me that and, this is already a predetermined plan that. Okay, we we determined your health was you was healthy enough to play. We're gonna wait till bring you in till after the bye week. This seemed like already and, already etched in stone. Nothing was what? already gonna change. Like, and, and, and you overachieved Ryan Fitzpatrick already. So good, 100%. happy for you, happy for you. And I, I I do felt bad for you because you were playing well. I get it. And the Dolphins were playing well. But hey, listen, this seemed like it was already predetermined, bro. And your Ryan Fitzpatrick, exactly. Like you know what I'm saying. And so my and my whole thing was, it wasn't like. They've actually made a statement and said that we're bitching. It got leaked first. So it got leaked that Tua was going to be the starter, and then they had to get ahead of it. I believe Brian Flores was going to, you know, pull him to the side and be like, look, you know, 
you know, we're going to give Tua this long week of preparation so that he can get ready and we're going to use we're going to use him it's going forward. Would have hurt him. Either, and so either way. Exactly. He, he would have been hurt. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it, it is what it is. One, no one likes to be benched. Two, no one wants to be benched if they don't feel they've done anything to be benched. So I, I understand him being hurt. Um, but I, I'm not I'm not telling the world that it hurt me ever. Never. Like a whole ho. Never said it hurt. Shut up. It's, it's, similar, it's similar to what we said about Tyrod. Tyrod, you knew you knew what it was when it's, when you when you signed up when they drafted Herbert. You knew it was only a matter of time before they inserted him. But and I didn't him. know you were going to sabotage me. <laughs> one. You know you got butter knife in my man lungs, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. How you talking about? Oh man, they got they call bad breaks, both of them. It's unfortunate. It definitely some bad breaks. Your you job know. is gone, and it remains to be seen what Tua does this week. Fitz, if you're gonna be gone for the rest of this year or not, all all Fitz got to do is just hush up. He can probably ride this thing out till he's forty five. I personally <laughs> think Tua is injury prone, so Fitz, be Bro, patient. Hold- Stay, hold that clipboard. Stay, stay, yeah, stay ready, man. You still, got, you still got five wins left on this season. <laughs> <laughs> that could, that could, you can use that when the time is right, man. I think they gave the team, they had a chance. Yeah, they were going to say two. Read it out loud, brother. Use those hooked on phonics. Yeah. <laughs> Over there, mumble it. I think they gave the team if they had a chance at a good year. I think they was going to play to it. If they take Fitz would still be playing. I think that I kind of think the opposite to me. Yeah. I kind of I get I get I get why you think that. And and it's not I'm not saying you're wrong. I kind of think the opposite in my opinion though. I think if they was kind of if they were more so bad, I think they would have you know seen what they had in tour earlier than than not. But it I mean it can go either way. I I get it because cause this is my thing. If you're if you're rolling. And you got something, then why stop? <laughs> you, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's just my. It's that's just me though. But I get. I, I get why you why you got that point though. I get it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And my whole thing is, like y'all three and three right now, and you still got a chance to three to and three. make to make some noise in the AFCs. And I mean, look, it how much conf- how much of a confidence boost is. It, with your future be able to lead you somewhere you know what i mean so i think that's what you i think that's kind of what you have to do because once again i mean i hate to keep bringing my team into this but it's like what i said with andy dalton we knew what we had and you know i was talking to hill a lot and he was like but you know he's not that bad like y'all just need to put the pieces around him and stuff like that and i'm like no we've plateaued that's it <laughs> and we need to get someone who can actually make plays. And now Hill believes me because guess what? He has to witness Andy Dalton firsthand. The one game. And but hey, it's very fucking telling. <laughs> Everything I said came to fruition. It was a it, it definitely you was 100 percent accurate with your yeah. assessment. It's just it, it was a snowball. It was a snowball game. effect. Yeah, yeah. It was a snowball effect in that man, game, man. He's gonna get rolled up. You can't judge you can't judge him for the you can't just judge him off of that. I can because maybe I've you can, maybe you can. But you haven't decade. seen him with these weapons. He also yes, had, had his super. He had AJ superstars Lee, fumbling back to back 
any quarterback would have got hurt right then. Come on, bro. Come on, man. That's a, he should be able to go there and lean on Zeke. Zeke should be a crutch for him. He had he had thousand yard receivers when he was there. Hey, Eric, what's your question, bro? Come on, head man. Come on, man. Like I said, I talked about man. Eric, what's your question? I'm just saying, Katie, we we got. It's. I'm not saying that he's the greatest person, but I'm. I I think that he can. Manage the team. I do. I can, he, he, can do it in, that he can do it in the NFC East right now. <laughs> hey, that's all he has to do. That's all he has to do. When it gets to the playoffs, bro, loud, when, the, bro. when the teams get good, he going to be Andy Dalton, bro. It's loud in, in, in Cowboy land. It's yeah. loud. You can't yeah. just you can't sneak up on nobody. Yeah. It's rumblings in the locker room. They don't know what you know, we don't know we're gonna we don't believe in McCarthy, they don't believe in Nolan, yeah. Jerry Jones is drunk. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's like it's it's too loud. Can he calm that down? Can he be the one to calm that down? Hell no. I don't know. Hell That's no. I, mean. I don't, I don't know if anybody can calm that down. All that what I, what you I just said, said. Andy Dalton couldn't motivate me to make a sandwich. Let alone win a football game, like no sir. Hey Eric, you, you got your question for? Oh, here we go. AD stand, hundred percent. He's already said that. That's yeah. that's not even a question. He like, could shake up the world if he leave, though. I don't think he. Gonna, I don't think he's gonna leave, but I'm just saying for he could shake the world up. I think I think AD might sign a long term and um. And in, in in LA and stay for a while because you know once LeBron leave, you're gonna be a Laker and you if you get a, a couple more chips in LA, you going down to history. He's never signing a long term um deal till to the end. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like he's gonna keep he's he's gonna pull, he's gonna pull the Bron plan, but mm-hmm. then when Bron leave, he gonna he gonna sign that long term deal and be like I'm I'm a Laker. That's when he's not, that's when he's especially not going to sign a long term deal because he's going to wait for the to acquire some more talent. He's mm-hmm. going to have to have somebody else, mm-hmm. and if, if he don't, he's going to have to keep putting pressure on the franchise. It, it, come it's on, the, the, it's the Brown effect. I get what you're saying. That's Rich Paul is his agent, yeah. and it's the and it's that's the best way to do it. Yeah, and it's the best way to do it. Uh, Giannis has already put the pressure on Milwaukee, and if he doesn't sign the extension this off season, um. That's gonna let them know that they need to either go for the gusto and find somebody. Trade, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they got to find something. They gonna have to find. Or something. let them walk with nothing, which is the worst that you can do. Yeah, Man. I ain't let them walk. I, not me. Let you know, who, 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 who's the realistic first round picks? For who's the realistic man? option for the for the Bucks to acquire to keep Giannis? <clears throat> You can pull a piece together. You can try to go get um, – they probably won't do it in, in the conference. You could go try to go get Ola Depot. You could go try to put a um, package together, try to go get a bill. You can go try to um, – They can get a bill. Uh, I, don't, go, I don't want to Giannis, – Giannis will be a fool to go to D.C. Um, you know, you could put some pieces, um, packages together. Uh, they keep floating this Warriors package out together. Um, um, and if you're the Heat. Are you gonna wait if Toronto come by? You gonna go get him? Go for the gusto and go get him. Who you gonna? Uh, what, what you gonna give to get him? Put your package together here on the spot. Put it together. You gotta go give up Bam. Got you gotta to. give up um, Duncan Robinson. You gotta give up um, anybody other than like other than Jimmy and Tyler Hero. It was two shooters. Everybody, Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn in there. That's how what I'm saying. Anybody picks? other? 
How many they want? <laughs> yeah, whatever you need. Hey, whatever you want. I'm in, if I'm in the back of the draft, but I don't give a damn about the draft. And, and so, so you go. Your 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 big three will be Hero, Jimmy, and Giannis. Mm-hmm. And you just you put you try to ride, you try to ride Palinka that. And you, you yeah. and, and you and you can do it because Pat the thing, the thing, yeah, the thing that Pat I don't Riley the thing do that it. I don't like about Jimmy and Giannis is you know I know Jimmy's not a ball hog and you know he don't necessarily gotta be a scorer to be effective. But I just think that would just give you like like I said in today's NBA it's gonna give you a lack of shooting, and I think that'll make it difficult. Because that's why, because that's why we tell them. That's why we tell the Sixers get somebody who can shoot. You he, think what I'm saying? But hero, hero is going. He's going to continue to shoot more, and then you bring in like we just said. You're going to have to. You're going to have to Pat rally or Rob Palinka this thing, and so mm-hmm. you're going to have to bring in the other pieces necessary. We're not saying it's complete yet, but they're going to have to bring in some role players who can shoot. And like I said. And past, oh, oh, you weren't here, so you probably didn't even listen to that episode. I did. But I said, um, you know, one thing about Giannis, he is willing to add pieces to his game. We've seen 100%. it. We've seen it. But we don't yeah, know how soon yeah. that's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not saying soon, but what, what we do know from when he first came into the league, from now, every year he's been a better shooter. And so if he continues to trend in that direction, he's going to continue to be a better shooter. And like I said before, that's going to leave us into four or five years where we're saying Giannis might be a knockdown shooter by then if he continues to work on his game, which based off his work ethic, I don't see no reason why he can't do it. And I don't even like Giannis. And kind of like you sold me on DeRozan going to to Milwaukee. You 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 match up Jimmy with, with Giannis. You can't just load up and just and just try to build a wall because they can just they, build an offense two man the two man game with Dell is going to mm-hmm. be crazy and you know you just can't just stop that and then the transition is going to be crazy and then two defensive wizards come on now and then like, hero yeah, with the pick and roll with Giannis come on now right. and yeah. Giannis can actually run the pick he could be the point guard in the pick That's and roll the so two man like, the two man on that is crazy that'd be nasty but so um. As far as the defending champs, who the fuck y'all going to uh, get in return for Danny Green to improve this team? Because <laughs> I, 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 y- y'all had a good conversation, but Danny Green got to go. We said we said he got to go, but I honestly don't feel he's he's good trade bait. And I'm just putting myself in the opposing gym shoes. I don't want Danny Green on my team. Nobody I don't wants. see my team getting better by adding Danny Green unless it's to throw away cap space or or or, or something like to, that. But to the Knicks for cash considerations. I I do think there's a world. Is Danny Green still under contract? Hill. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a world where Danny Green can still be a role player, but you do have to bring in another guy who yeah. can. Who can play that role that Danny Green played this year, and Danny Green would in turn go into more of a relief role or when this person is injured role. So thank you. I'm I'm with that candidate because I'm sitting there like I'm a, I really don't see us realistically trading him because um, nobody get, wants <laughs> getting you know, and getting anything with that what significant overvalue. Yeah. So it's like just go ahead and keep it. Just try to find some type of free agent that you can just 
lessen his role and the less it, the less role that you give him maybe the more that you may get out of him yeah 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 you know i'll be trying to you know be trying to come up with some logic that was a good question though aj good question man you know, because you know, like I said, I listened to last week's episode, and I just had the yeah, I mean, because somebody don't think that somebody don't how how I'm not gonna be a supporter. <laughs> oh yeah, we need that. One. We need we that one. On the Put that on the screen. Yeah. Which oh, one? I can do that. Oh, I can what do about, that one too. What about Giannis? Hold on, I, hold on, I, hold on. Why I can't do it then? I don't know. I don't know why you ain't got the capability. I don't know why. You maybe I, maybe I can. Maybe I just never tried. All right. Oh, what, man, this... what, what about Giannis to the Mavs, and where you think Melo and D Howard will land? I honestly, okay, let me say, listen, any formidable team that would look like they were making strides in the bubble, if you add Giannis to them, I think it could work. Bubble I really, I really think Giannis is a very versatile player, and I think his work ethic will allow him to fit in multiple situations because of his, his skill sets on offense and defense. Now you ask about Melo. I truly think that Melo is going to stay in Portland. Nobody was willing to give Melo a chance in the NBA for Bron almost, for almost, Bron, Bron get him. for almost two years. <laughs> and, um, Portland, Portland reached out, and not only did they reach out, they they didn't try to disrespect him. They gave him a a, a, forbid, a formidable role. They let him have minutes. They let him contribute, and Melo was able to show the world what we what we here at Three Man Weave already knew is that Melo could still ball in the NBA. Um, Dwight Howard, where will he land? Um, I think he'll come back to LA if they if they want him back. Um, my philosophy is if you go on a championship run, you should try to keep those key parts. Um, and Howard was a key part uh, as a big in the front court, so I would try to bring him back because who else we gonna who we gonna replace him with? I think um, if I'm the Mavs, I'm definitely gonna wait for Giannis to be a um, free agent because I need him. You don't have to lose nothing. Yeah, I need I need him with uh with Luca and I need him with Porzingis. I need that big three. I need that big three. I don't want to give up nothing because I get that big three right there because they fit so well on paper. Mm -hmm. That's that's championship right then and there. Um, I, I I would like that move, but I'm I'm not trading nothing nothing for him if I'm down. I'm gonna just wait because I think I have Luca. I finally have a super superstar in the making, mm -hmm. and they're young. Yeah, and I feel I can I feel I can that that's real enticing. For a free agent, so uh, Melo, I do believe that Melo will definitely stay back in Portland, and believe Portland will get um, they'll get Rodney Hood back healthy. You know, they'll get a lot of their players that they had hurt back, and they'll be healthy, and they'll be a, definitely a force to be reckoned with after they run it back. Um, or I did. I don't. This may be a factor cap moment. Uh, mm -hmm. If the Knicks somehow acquire. Chris Paul, I did see a report that Melo will go back to New York to, you know, pair with him. Don't you ever, uh, don't you ever, Melo. Don't you I go mean, back to B-Ball. That, that just sounds like a New York report. It does. And, it absolutely does. And I, I, I think I can see um, him coming to L.A. I can see them writing their wrong. They should have picked him up last year. But I also see, but I think we'll also have to give up. A, I think that'll happen if we give up a lot. Let's say we make up a, a, a big old monster trade. Let's hey, say we do. Let's say we get Chris Paul. Let's say we get Bradley contract. 
Is he coming back next? Is or is he a free agent? Hold on, and and what you think about Howard before you uh, move on, Hill? I seen the report that I said um, that uh, the Warriors are looking looking at him. I think a team like he'll either go to the Warriors or he'll return back to LA. But I think that he did. I think he accomplished what he wanted to accomplish already. He's a champion. He showed that he he's um, you know. Uh, he showed humility, so I feel that he can go ahead and accomplish where he really wants to go. I think he want to stay in that good culture, a good culture that will utilize his strength. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I, I can see him. He going. came up big. I can he see him. Going big I think he like Frank, man. Frank know how to work with him. Yeah, I, I, I can see him coming back. Because he has a role and he knows his role and his role won't change no matter who we acquire. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> I need another drink. Yeah, I should have. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little empty. Have we ever taken like a brief intermission on but, the podcast? But, um, <laughs> what a, but then you, you were bringing up a trade. Um, you were talking about a potential trade either for Mello. Um, and writing their wrongs or bringing CP3 into L. You know how we, you know how we, they said they would uh, give up all, we had to give up so much to get CP3? Mm-hmm. Well, if we do that, then I can see them easily getting mellow to replace, uh, let's say, a Kuzma mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, somebody. So I can see that being happy. But the way we are currently constructed now, I just see him staying with Portland because he has a role with Portland. He knows his role in Portland and he'll be better in Portland. The way that he played, just off the just just yeah. off how everything is currently constructed now. If they would have got mellow last year. Are, are they stupid? Were they stupid last year? Who? Every team that passed on mellow. Yes, they were stupid. Any team that was a potential con- contender could have had signed mellow and got over the hump if because the way that mellow looked. But they were still stuck on the narrative. Yeah, exactly. which is why we here to change them. But you, but you as a player have to change that narrative as well. You have to embrace what they're saying about you and and negate that. Like the the white, hey, the white went through the same thing. Mm -hmm. The white went through the same thing, and he changed it. Now he's in a position to go. He might get paid. Yeah, yeah. I think I I actually think the white will get paid off the simple fact that he just came in, shut the hell up, played (laughs) played his his role, and did everything that the team asked for him. And then guess what? Whenever Dwight goes somewhere, they can be like he can bring championship culture. How many mm-hmm. times you heard of a free agent coming somewhere and be like he brings a championship pedigree? All that right. get more paid. All right, so we we, we talk Lakers and, and what they could potentially do. It wouldn't be right if we talk Lakers and then talk Celtics. It was a it was a it was a it was a lot of uh. Upset Celtic fans um, this year about so? how about how their season ended. Um, so, what you think coming? <laughs> I mean, I saw it coming too. We we saw it I mean, coming. We it. We did. But um, what what do you think they need to do? Because we talked about the Heat, we talked about the Bucks, we talked about a lot of teams. What what do what do the Celtics need to do? 
Well, they already said the one thing we told them to do that yeah. they're not going to do. We told them to go ahead and get rid of Gordon Haywood. And what did AJ yeah. say? AJ said yeah. it would they never, never yeah. happen. Hell would freeze over. Boston <laughs> are, is not getting rid of Gordon Hayward. I, they I already get get that. that. <laughs> and, he was, and look, he was 100% correct. AJ said it first, and then the reports from Boston came out a week later. Like, they just said, you know what? AJ's right. We cannot get rid of this guy, man. But they need a stretch. They need a. Um, I think they just need a stretch big. I think they actually do need a stretch. And I think, like I said, I said before, I think they need to try to find a way. Either try to find uh, get get Kevin Love, or try to go get Blake Griffin. Yeah, we did say that. We said that. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Poor Blake. Yeah. They got they they have the system. I, I think they Al Horford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with yeah. Al Horford is yeah. done, bro. I think he could. I think he could. But it's just I get the simple fact that he definitely. I've seen the reports that they say um they 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 need a point guard. Who? They need a a facilitating point guard. Who the Celtics? Yeah, I I don't agree with that because they have an offensive system that it it moves the ball. Everybody yeah, and they have they have they yeah. have ball handlers, so it's like it don't necessarily have to be a point guard. As long as the ball moving, like you said, the ball does move with them, and they're very unselfish. They all, all of their all of their starting five was passing that rock. Yeah, I think a big like a, a quality big like a Kevin Love or a Blake Griffin yeah. will settle the offense down. Like sometimes they can just get an easy bucket right now. Like Blake we don't Griffin have to. Would be a serious move. I like that move. I like that for the Celtics. But I mean, run it back. Blake Griffin got to get somewhere, man. He got to he got to get somewhere where he could. No, he don't. <laughs> where he, I mean, he don't got to. I'm pretty sure he want to. I mean, of course, but I mean, I think like 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 Hill said, I think Kevin Love makes the most sense because not only is Kevin Love going to stretch the floor, Kevin Love is white, and Boston loves white players, and. <laughs> I, this is not to bring race into it. This is to bring facts into it. When you get into Boston, why do you think Boston fans love Gordon Hayward, Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Rob Gronkowski, Rob Nankovich, Teddy Brucey? Because this this is what they enjoy. And so especially in basketball, Larry Bird, Larry Legend, and we all we all kind of know like what goes on in Boston. We heard the Boston Red Sox fans, what they even called their own players. So when they can get one of their own, man, listen, I'm going to tell you, Boston will, they will embrace Kevin Love. Kevin Love will just fall into his role. He will understand, hey, Jason Tatum, this is your team, but I'm the star. Kevin Love ain't been playing no defense because there's no point for him to play defense (laughs) where he's been at. And he's just trying to save his body so he can go somewhere and and make a run or, or at least just have some some legitimate years left. He don't want to be where he's at, and that's what, uh, that's referring to Chris. Chris has said uh, Kevin Love ain't ain't playing no defense, man. But who in the NBA really is Kevin Love? Still gonna get you your rebounds and Kevin your Love, outlet passes, he, like we he, said. He gonna start that outlet pass. He gonna get that rebound, palm that beat. Hey, look, man, that's all you need. He's, he's not a elbow jumper, but he's not gonna let his man have it easy. And that's like you he's said, not, him. He, he ain't gonna be Enes Cancer. 
Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's not a liability. So mm-hmm. as long as you're not a liability, it's cool. We we can figure something else out. And you put him on a better team, he might want to play a little bit more D. D everybody knows defense is, is, yes, you have to want to. And when your team sucks, do you want to really play defense? No, you don't. Come on now. Now, when you balling and the shot falling, like you like, oh, let's strap, let's strap up. But yeah, but, Chris, keep, but, you, but well, what about uh, in Cleveland? You, did exactly. we say anything about in, the defense in Cleveland? No, no. Nope. Nope. And then because the point, he was on a better team. You and keep naming all the up. trash teams and Remember? see why he's not producing. Kevin Love locked up Steph Curry. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Talk about it. <laughs> Kevin Love locked up Steph Curry. I think Kevin Love, Love gonna lock up Steph Curry in Minnesota. Kevin Love. Hell no. Kevin Love was scared to death on that island with Steph, man. If I see one more report, if I see one more report from the Warriors trying to trade for another star, I'm going to scream. Yeah. I'm going to scream. Yeah, I'm sick of it. It's put, pathetic. Put it's your pathetic. boys out there and, and go run, man. If they go out there try to try to try to acquire another star. I'm, I'm diminishing some some. I'm knocking some points off somebody's legacy off rip. Never. <laughs> what? Hold on, hold on. Where where Eric from? But you know what? I honestly, it, it, it's it's really growing into a metropolitan area. The seven five seven really is. It's it's grown a lot since we left that hill. Every yeah, time I go right. back, I, I'm amazed. They've tried several times. They've tried several times, but just the location where they are on the east and Atlantic coastal area, it's just too many big cities. You got, you know, they would go Richmond before they went 757 for a sports team. But then you got Northern Virginia, you got D.C., you got Baltimore, you got Philadelphia, you got Pittsburgh. You got New Jersey and New York, so it's like, and then North Carolina ain't yeah, too far and down North the Carolina, road. Like you said, you got Charlotte down the road, so it's like Newport News and Portsmouth and Norfolk and Chesapeake are always gonna get just overlooked. It just is, and it's not. And, and then I get what you're saying, where it's nothing but studs coming out of the seven five seven. A lot of studs coming out. But of I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this though, it's a lot of studs coming out of cities that don't got sports teams. It just is what it is. <laughs> y'all, y'all go just be a factory for Virginia Tech, ACC schools, and you know, a couple of y'all go down to some SEC schools. That's about it, bro. Like, hey, you got you, you got to be happy with Clips, uh, Missy, nah, Timberland, Clips, and Magoo. <laughs> bird, <Carol>. bird, bird, bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, okay, I don't like that. I don't like that. So can we? <laughs> We haven't done this in a while. What's we up? In a while. We haven't talked boxing in a while, brother. Say less. What's up? Your boy. He had a fight Saturday. Saturday. 100%. And he and looked bomb. Looked bomb. as hell. Didn't throw no questions. For all the supporters that we were talking about the Lomachenko fight, you know. And for me, for me personally. Oh, hold on. Don't, don't, no, no, no. Let's not, don't just say the Lomachenko fight. Let, let's get it right. The my, pound my, for pound best, so-called best, what they said, Lomachenko, Vasily Lomax, Loma, Lomachenko, 
did not show up and didn't look nothing like a pound for pound best to me. 100%. Nothing. 100%. I estimated Hilo. Yeah. And, and the thing about me with Tiafimo Lopez coming in, he gonna, he gonna hit. And I like that. I like fighters that hit. Just like I was sending you that the Leo Santa Cruz stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I, like whenever a fight, when I whenever I see a fighter who gonna come in there and he gonna put his head down, he gonna stand in front of you, he gonna make you box. I'm always supportive. That's why I love Pacquiao. Cause what Pacquiao gonna do? Pacquiao gonna stand in front of you and he gonna throw them things. Mm-hmm. And usually, Lomachenko he let his hands fly. He gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. And I, against the, lesser like, opponents, and, and that's, that's what I've been like, saying. I, I but, but Cannon, I can't say lesser opponents because if we're talking about that division, you look at Lomachenko's resume, his resume had, is better. But his he resume. had 13 fights, 13 but, professional fights when they named him pound for pound the best in the world. How is mm-hmm. that possible? Because what, the reason why I said How? Devin Haney's undefeated at but, 20 but who, plus who, fights. But who's Devin Haney's best fight? Listen. But, that, but that's what? all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Kenny. That's all I'm saying. Lomax when, when Lom- don't Lomachenko have that many Lomachenko. great fights. No, and here's Lomachenko. the thing. Okay. He has people have people like like Lomachenko have been ducking Devin Haney. He's been trying to fight him for two years. And he's well, ducked him. And he ducked him. And he purposely ducked him and picked Lopez because he thought that that was an easier fight. And that's why I'm glad that Tilo served him up. Serves you right for ducking. And Tilo says, guess what? I ain't ducking. He said, Tank, Devin Haney, let's, let's do it. And I hope it's not just talk. I hope for Hill's sake, because Hill hates boxing business, that these fights get made. And um, because... I don't understand how anyone can be pound for pound and cherry pick through the division. For Floyd, for Floyd, when Floyd was older, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't let you say he's cherry picked when he's all like in when 14's fight, he's fought Gary Russell Jr., Orlando Salido, he's fought fucking Guillermo Rigondeaux, Jorge Linares, Jose Pedraza, Luke Campbell, Nicholas Walters, and then Teofimo Lopez. Those are all top fighters. Those were all guys who held belts. So when he came into it, he that, he jumped into title yes. fights. So I get do, what y'all saying. Do Devin I really got to tell you what I think about bro, Devin, Gary Russell? But Devin, Devin Haney You named Gary fought, Russell. But Devin Haney has not fought nobody better than Gary Russell. Because they're ducking him. And I just explained. Just like Lomachenko won't fight him. You see what I'm saying? Lomachenko won't fight him, and he was supposedly pound for pound the best. So if the pound for pound best is running from this dude, why would people who are not the pound for pound best try to fight him? People don't want that old knocked off in boxing, and that's the culture, and that's the exact culture that Lomachenko was perpetrating, bro. And that's why I'm glad he got knocked off. And I've been trying to tell you that about him for two years. I don't understand why Lomachenko was trying to protect his O when he didn't have an O. Like, and, that, and, that's what, and you can't. And that's what I'm saying. You can't say he's protecting his O when he already has that. What I'm saying is, as no, far I'm as saying as fighters, as well, fighters do that. Not, not necessarily Lomachenko, who, who, but that's the culture in boxing. No, Cannon. Who's his, who's Devin Haney's best fight so far? Bro, it doesn't matter. But that's what I'm like saying. Said, so for like, me, it's like Devin Haney. He's Devin Haney is a Devin Haney is an up and comer, but Devin Haney ex- is it. 
Devin Haney isn't the best fight and for Lopez. So, and so is Lopez is also an uppercut. Javante Davis's camp wasn't trying to get Lomachenko in the ring. Prior to this fight, Lopez is also an undefeated up-and-comer, bro. So Why didn't Devin Haney and Lopez so, fight? Because those two are those two would have been a better they, fight. They were they were they were they were trying to work it. They were they were okay, really about to work it. And then Lopez, and then Lopez said oh. that he 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 couldn't turn down the Lomachenko fight. And I wouldn't turn that down so, either. So but that's what I'm saying. So how was so how was how is thank you. That, mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I was, you won't go do it. Yeah. This is this is what it's all about. That is what it's all about. You can't you can't say Lomachenko is ducking Devin Haney. When, I said it's the culture, honestly, bro. There's no Devin like to me when Devin Haney hasn't fought us like anyone of note. Why would I spend my time fighting Devin Haney? Like get like you fight somebody important first. Then just beat him. Like why? Beat him. You're not gonna give me no money. But this is my thing, right? You're no saying man, you're no saying that, no money. bro. They they had the bag on the table. Al Heyman and them had the bag on the table, bro. If anything, Lopez, the best fight for Lopez was Javante Davis. Javante Davis camp, and I believe and Leonard Ellerton was not trying to put Tank Davis in the ring with Lomachenko. So my whole thing is, like, bro, def- Devin Lomachenko Haney definitely wasn't trying to fight but Tank. But Tank is clearly, we, we understand Tank is clearly cherry-picking. We understand, we, and they, but, 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 no, but, we're not, but we're not specifically just talking about Tank. I'm talking about in general, bro. I'm just talking about the best fights to be made. But it's even, a lot, even, it's a lot even, other than Tank, even Tank and Devin Haney wasn't the best fight to be made. My whole thing. I remember what we we we, we talked a long a long time ago it's about better than some of these fights that Tank been is, making. You can't cherry pick for so long. Exactly, and that, and that, so it's going to always come up to you. But that's what I've always said. And so and so that's what and that's what I'm saying. It's just like like it's things things in boxing have been fucked up, and y'all always know who I blame it on. But I don't understand why you can blame it on that because everybody can't be him. Hold on. Remember when I said Brian gave everybody the, uh, the blueprint and nobody follows it because everybody was like, you know, I can't do what Brian do. You are not Mayweather. You are not getting these paydays that he are getting. Him cherry picking is his payday. He I went through the that. gauntlet a, first, I though, and that's what get, people forget. I, they, they always neglect that, Cam. They, they always <laughs> neglect that part. He built his way up. He built his way up, and then he started, and that's my thing. So it was like, Lomax don't have enough, but it don't matter because, you know what? He's no longer pound for pound the best, so I, I'm <laughs> done with that argument. Like I've known for years, as soon as he faced a quality opponent that was – Young and not old, you see what will happen. You check his resume. And I ain't sold on nobody. And listen, if you if you beat Gary Russell, I'm not I'm not giving you pound for pound the best fighters in his division. So in his division, Lomachenko was the top dog. He was, but it was he has a better resume than Tank Davis. He has a better record than Devin Haney. He has a better record than even Tiafimo Lopez. So he, he was a top dog in that division. And that's usually what they go by off of the pound-for-pound pound ranking. But if nobody, and this is my thing, if nobody's willing to fight, then of course there's only going to be one top dog. And that's like Mark Mark Jackson said, that's why boxing sucks now. And that's why UFC, they always give people the fight that they want. They put the top people against each other. 
and they don't play around, man. And it's like, no, and, and, and 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 UFC, you can have seventeen losses on your resume, <laughs> but if you coming off of five straight wins against yeah. the top dog, yeah. guess what? Yeah, you, you back. You back. You send a you send a tweet in UFC, you might get your fight book. You, <laughs> you, know you ain't ducking no smoke, bro. That's what <laughs> here's the thing. But what's what's here's here's the difference between boxing and UFC. In UFC, Dana White makes the fight. In yeah. boxing, you have a lot of uh, people. Everybody, rank, you have Golden Boy, Matchbox. You have Matchbox. You have, match you have uh, Al Heyman and his team. Mayweather. And then, and then guess what? Then you have the WBC. Yeah. Then you have the WBO. Mm-hmm. Then you have the WBA. Then you have the IBF. Then yeah. you have the IBO. So then, not only do you have all these boxing promotion companies. Then you have all these sanctioning bodies who have to make the fights as well. Yeah. So that's why it's gonna. It's always nobody's like, like now. If when when and I think it was in two thousand and nine, we wanted the Mayweather and Pacquiao. Too many people in the pot. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Fight. Too many people in the yeah, pot. Yeah. We, we didn't get the Mayweather Pacquiao fight till what two thousand fourteen. Yeah. And I because it's it. like, like. You can't say, like, you don't have Dana White saying, hey, Mayweather, this is the guy. He's the top dog that I think is going to whoop your ass. Fight him. No, it's like, oh, I'm going to take these fights. Nah, like, you know, I'm because st- I'm still going to get my money. I get, I get the simple fact of building your fight, building some of these mega fights up, building some of your fighters up. I get that. I'm not so naive to the fact that I don't right. understand Bit boxing business that far. Yeah, when, yeah. when it gets to the fact that it's starting to neglect some of these fighters, like some of these fights that we need to see, like at some point somebody got to step in. Like mm-hmm. some of these mandatories need to really be enforced, and they need to be mandatory. It, is. Like, it, can't, it can't be mandatory if you're the WBA, I mean the WBO mandatory fighter. But then he got the IBF belt too and he's like I'm just gonna fight the IBF number one contender. we can go figure all this shit out that's all I'm saying man on, on Saturdays this is what this is all of alright T-Lo said I, I ain't ducking nothing feel what I'm saying he not and, ducking and, nothing and, and, and tell his uh, promotion company be like hey you know what but this is, but, is he a, but listen is he a household name he is, is now he, he is now but that was my okay, point cool. but that was my point he was not prior and that so it's like, bro, if you're pound for pound the best and you're running around here picking non-household names and trying to play them off like they're main events. Yes, they're main events because you're, cause you're, cause you're in there. I've done that, bro. Like, like, look, here, right here. Chris and Brooks I, said. And I hate oh, that I about like, pound for pound fighters. And that's what I'm saying. So you can't just say it like Floyd now, like, earned his way. They didn't give Floyd that. Floyd didn't have that at 14 professional fights. He did not. Bro, bro, before that, Floyd had only fight two fighters in their prime. Bro, it doesn't matter, bro. Stop, stop comparing y'all to Floyd. Y'all are not. Floyd, 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 Floyd was his own promotion in general, bro. That's what Floyd it is. But uh, which is what I'm saying, bro. They crown. Hilo was not they a crown Lomachenko too early, bro. Too All early. I'm saying is, Tilo is not a household name, and he's becoming a household name, right? And he said he's ready to duck. He's not ready to duck smoke. So let's put his foot to the fire. Can we see if this formula is the new formula? Yeah, like, I hope so. like 
you, you feel what I'm saying? Let's stop trying to go with some formula that ain't working for everybody else. And Canelo, don't, nobody Canelo don't duck smoke. That's work for him. You feel well, what I'm saying? Canelo started, you know, he don't that duck deal. He don't, but even before then, he fought Floyd. Like, he's, he's. But then, but that's the thing. That's why I said. Ducky? Uh, when Canelo fought Floyd, Canelo's best, I say this all the time, Canelo's best fight was Austin. Awesome. keep going. Well, I, I, he brought up Canelo, bro. I'm just saying, like, yo. But Canelo, like, but, but I brought up Canelo because Canelo, he, he's not, he don't duck, bro. And that's what everybody, he want everybody their best now. We talk about Canelo now. He not going through no Floyd formula. Mm -hmm. He wants smoke. But that's what people that want smoke. Like I said, we want to keep blaming Mayweather. It's easy to keep blaming Mayweather. It's easy to keep blaming Mayweather. Ooh, Mayweather did this, Mayweather did that. We talk about y'all. Y'all built the culture, though. He built the culture. He's the one that built the culture. It's other culture, bro. It's other people. He's the one that got people to take these fights. And he's the one who people say, like, oh, my path to greatness is to finish undefeated. And I'm not mad at him for that because, like I said, the first part of. Floyd's career, people don't understand. He didn't duck. Like, he climbed his way through the ranks. And after he did that and after he solidified the belt and he was older, yes, he chose, he decided, but he was in position to. Like, I, I, you can't be 22 doing that. You see what I'm saying? Floyd, <laughs> Floyd was 31 when he started doing that, bro. Like, are y'all serious? And that's why a lot of people, they're new to boxing. Like, they don't remember, like, in 01, me and Cannon, like, we were, st we were having boxing parties back then in 01 so it's like floyd been doing this and he 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 wasn't a ducker bro like he that's the latter part of his career and if you're gonna have longevity in the sport you're gonna have to do that at some point but what i don't want to see you is doing that just coming out the gate like you're the greatest who manny duck nobody who spence duck nobody who canelo ducking but they're at the top, who though. Bud duck? Who Bud Duck? But you feel what I'm saying? I'm naming people, and I'm the casual boxer fan. Like, you can get this thing going on, but it's, it's easy to say, ooh, Floyd Duck, he built the culture. It's other people trying to fight, and you can build these fights. But then, but guess what? But People can say Spence is ducking people because he's not taking certain fights because at the time, he don't feel like it's that fight. People but, can say. But he's, but he's fought the number one contender. Consistently. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He ain't been ducking. People can say why is people can say why is Spence taking uh Danny Mikey Garcia, Garcia fight? Danny he Garcia. Yeah. But no, he didn't have to fight Mikey Garcia. But I mean Mikey came up two way classes. Yeah, and that was that was that was a money. That was a money grab, but that's also yeah, the fight that people wanted to see. That was the fight that people wanted to see. He was ducked. Spence was ducked. So now y'all ducking me okay, man. I'll be one fifty four for Spence. But I picked but he put himself in position to like Candace said, he put his position to pick whoever he wanna fight now. He ain't ducking no smoke though. Yeah, he took Mikey as a money grab, but then who he fought after that? Then he fight Sean Porter? Sean Porter and now he's fighting Danny Garcia. So he's and fighting he, everybody. And, he, and before and before his accident, did he want Manny? Did he want Manny? His ass whooped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he is, but you know but, but still but still, Danny is still like you said, when I said that the lightweight division was trash and you named people like Gary Russell okay then it's danny garcia is a top contender in his division bro so it's like he ain't ducking like you said like for lomax 
We keep blaming. We keep trying to blame somebody else for these other men making these decisions. I'm we not blaming. I'm that. not blaming nobody. I'm talking about the coaches. I'm talking about the shit in boxing set. You don't. If we can change his coaching. Lomax? Why Lomax didn't fight Mikey? Lomax could have fought Mikey. Cause Mike, cause Mikey is up at one forty seven now. But before he was at one thirty, bro, and he ducked him. Mikey Garcia is moving. That's why he went up for Spence. Because he said, he said, Lomachenko don't want to fight me. So I got to go up now. Because what I'm saying is, the because when Mikey Garcia wanted to fight Lomachenko, I mean, when Lomachenko <laughs> wanted to fight Mikey Garcia. <laughs> he, was on a, he was on a layoff, probably. He, he might have been, been on a layoff. Mikey did take a layoff to get his Mike, business Mike, right. Mikey, Mikey's been known to take two years off from boxing. But just because he had to get his boxing business right, he was in a bad oh, contract. So. I, and that's and that's what I'm saying. You can't say that you hate boxing business, and then when people nah, go about boxing business, I don't hate it. Out. I understand it, but fighters do have some say. So, like, if you're a top fighter, you can say Spence can go to Al Heyman and say, "Bro, I want I want such and such. Make it happen." He but can if, say, if, "I want Charlo if, at 154," if, and it can happen. Says no, huh? then what? But then if Al Heyman say no. Al Heyman's that's not gonna tell one of his top dogs no, no man. Unless Canelo, it unless no, it's unless no, 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 it's no, 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 no way to make money. It's like Canelo with the zone. It's a reason why Canelo is suing the zone. Because they're not giving him the fights that he wants. Yeah, because they can't with some of the promoters they can't, but if it's like if it's an Al Heyman fight and it's the promoters that we can make it happen, let's make it happen. Of course they're not gonna be able to do everything, but it's some fighters out here, like Hill said, that want some smoke and we can get that. And Canelo's been doing that. You can get this business handled. Like you got about to keep telling me that okay, <laughs> okay, Canelo wanna fight this, but now nah, we can't get we can't get an agreement, so now he can come fight me. Bro, how many like, boxers? All of, all of, like, we, we, not, we will not keep doing this with boxers. We never keep letting these off the hook. You promoters is trash. These boxes is... Hey, hey, we never keep letting them off the hook. And we never keep doing that shit. I don't like these promoters either. I've just come to an understanding that this but is... But just say it. I just want to hear you say it. Lomachenko is not pound for pound the best, Cannon. You were right. Lomachenko is not pound for pound the best, but guess what? He's still a top dog. In his he's, a, he's a top dog. He's definitely a top dog, and I never denied that. I never denied that. But I feel like pound for pound, should, it you, should which, it's which, some which, longevity which, should have to take place before you get that title. With the, people, with the people that he's beat, there was a case for it. Then he got beat, so you not pound for pound no more. Those people had names; they all were not elite when he fought them. I they were all title. They were all belt holders. They were all. They title were because the division was in bad shape, kind of like the, the. All right, but it, it's we have one. I can get a belt. <laughs> we have one. We have one twenty-five, so we got to. Hey, give it up, but you just said but, w, You just said WBC, WBF, ABC, CBS, all that. Everybody got and a belt. Then there'd be multiple be belts at weight classes. There'd be franchise champions, super champions, all these things. So it's like the belts can be had. So it's like it's easy sometimes for people to become a world champion and not necessarily had to put in the work like we were used to people doing back in the day like when Roy Jones became champion or or when Floyd first became champion like it took a while for that to happen now people becoming champion with with 12 fights under their belt world champion like that's wild to me and just mm -hmm. like that our producer has chimed in <laughs> we've reached our time <laughs> um 
Yeah, we, sometimes we get a little worked up. We sorry. Um, we'll have to table some of these discussions for next week, fellas. I uh, appreciate that. This episode 83. That's been um, You can know y'all can catch us on um, all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Um, yes, the new format is coming. Um, back the cap is coming. We're going to figure that out. We, could, we definitely could have used it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, could have used to a lot of things. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to figure that out for next mm-hmm. week. Um, I'm Hill. That's AJ. That's Kenny. And we out.